welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org. Who's up for some encounter with God? Good. You get up in the morning, you do your prep, you get it together, spent about an hour praying before I left the house and I just felt God blow it all out of the water. <laughs> you think, thanks God, appreciate that so much. But I just, God wants to lift our sights a bit. God wants to take us on. I've asked the band to stay because in the context and the atmosphere of worship is where we encounter God's presence. It's not outside of that. It's not separate to that. It's in the context. So I've asked these guys to stay on. But I feel God's got things for each one of us this morning. I was, I was going to preach on discernment and the gift of discernment. But actually, I really sense God saying, actually, I want to open your eyes this morning. I want to open people's eyes to see into a different realm, to see into the realm of the Spirit. I was talking with a friend of mine, leads the church in Lincoln when we were prayer and fasting, and he just said one thing to me, and it really kind of pulled me up a bit, because he said, well, I know you move in kind of signs and wonders a little bit. Tell me what you do, how you do it, what, how do you prepare on a Sunday morning before you go? And as I started to tell him, I reminded myself that I haven't done this for a while. I haven't been in that place. I've kind of been very much... I've got to preach, and that's what I'm going to do, and that's okay to do that, and it's right to do that. But there's a time when we also we have to be in tune with God. There's a time when we need to hear God. There's a time when we need to be responsive to God. And I've just felt the weight of something this morning, and I had to get on the floor. Some, hopefully most of you didn't notice that. I was on the floor down here. I had to get up because it was too hot. I was too hot on the floor because the sense of the fire of God that's already in the room this morning. It's not about the general heat of the room. I know it's warm. But there's something about the fire of God. And I I feel myself even now burning up. Because God's present. So I just want you to shut your eyes a moment. I'm going to read this passage to you. Just a few. Two verses. From Genesis. The Lord said to Abraham, After Lot had separated from him lift up your eyes and look lift up your eyes and look we're not talking about our physical eyes here we're talking about our spiritual eyes and right now I believe God wants for you to see into something fresh and something new this is the sermon right now practically for you and for me is God actually showing us and then he says Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. This is not about transporting you into a new place right now. This is about where you are right now. Where are you? What's your situation? What's your circumstance? What's going on in your life? Where are you right now? Because God wants to lift your eyes for you to look from right where you are. Right where you are right now. Let the Holy Spirit just come on you. Holy Spirit, we just welcome you right now. Would you come to your people? Holy Spirit, would you open their eyes 
of their understanding. I pray, God, give them insight of the Spirit right now. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Bring fresh revelation. I pray people to see, never seen before, to see into the spiritual realm right now. To see something of what you see. There'll be a glimpse through into the eternal this morning. God, I pray right now. Spirit of God, come. Spirit of God, come. Spirit of God, come. Jesus. What do you see? What do you see? What's the Father showing you? What's this one who loves you so much he sends Jesus? What's he going to reveal to you? What's he going to show you today? What's he want you to look into and actually look beyond? I think for some of you, it's actually God wants you to look beyond your present situation. You cannot predict the outcome. You cannot say this is how it's going to be, but God wants to give you an insight to look and to see beyond where you are, to see that there is a hope that goes beyond. There is a joy to come. There is a release from your place of trouble right now. And I'll say there is somebody in the, you're living with troubles. It's almost like troubles are just filling your heart and your mind God says, I want you to see beyond that to peace. To see peace, my peace for you in the midst of your trouble right now. So you're, you're right on the doorstep of something fresh. You've, you're initiative takers. You've taken some initiatives. They've seen big steps. And you feel like even you've stumbled along the way a bit on those steps. But God's saying that you're on the verge of something new and fresh. That I'm opening up to you. That is, you're, at, you're just at a threshold. And it's almost like you have to choose to step over. You have to choose. It's a faith step. Seeing into the future is a faith step. Seeing the possibilities is a faith step. It's not blindness. It's not hoping for the best. It's not just um, thinking, well, if it all goes wrong, we've got a, we've got a contingency plan. God's saying no. God's saying no, it's not that. It's faith. Faith on the unseen. Faith in the unseen. Faith for things hoped for, yet unseen. You can step over a threshold. And it is a stepping over. There's an action 
in stepping over. There's something to do for you that steps over. Whatever it might be, maybe, maybe in your thinking, maybe in your heart, maybe some very physical thing. You need to just step over. I just sense that. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Somebody very specific, you're living with anxiety. Really anxious. Really anxious right now. And even as we've we're just waiting in God's presence right now. That anxiety is increased. It's not decreased, it's increased. You can just sense it right now. An anxiety building up in you and God just wants to release you from anxiety right now. Anxiety to go in the name of Jesus. And he wants to lift that off you right now. He wants to lift that off you right now. Anxiety. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God wants to increase understanding for some. There's some here and you're in situations and you you've been asking the question why. I just feel God say it's the wrong question. It's the wrong question. The question is, what are you, how are you going to lead me through this, God? How are you going to lead me through? What? How are you going to bring me right through this situation, this circumstance I'm in? I don't understand it. I don't need to necessarily know why, but I do need to be led through. And God, we just encourage you this morning. He's a God who leads well. It's a God who's leading. It's a God who's leading you. If you allow him to, if you let him to. So let your eyes be lifted and see how he's going to lead you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This passage goes on to say, Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Look southwards. Sorry, look northwards. Look southwards. Look eastwards. Look west. For all the land that you see, I will give you. And to your offspring forever. It's a real promise. And all the promises that were made to Abraham are to us. Everything God said. So we can look. We can dare to dream again. We can begin to look and see what is God doing and what's God saying. And we are on a journey as a church. God is transforming us and changing us into something. And I've been thinking about, well, what's our identity as a church? I've been kind of living in this place. God, where, who are we? What is Church in the Peak? What, how do we define ourselves? Well, you could easily say, well, we're a church that meets in the Peak District. That's why we're called Church in the Peak. That defines us. The location we meet does not define us. We're to be defined by the King. We're to be defined by the love of the King. We're to be defined by the, the acceptance of the King. 
Actually, what God wants for us is that we would look and see beyond where we are right now. And I don't know kind of what our final identity is going to look like, but it's going to be different to where we are right now. In this transition, in this change, to discern where God is leading us, to actually say to God, okay, God, we want to see into your realm. We want to see into the realm of the kingdom. We want to see beyond where we are right now. We want to see beyond what could be our frustrations, what could be our maybe discouragements, what could be our, Lord, we want to be there, but we're not, we're here. How do we get there? God says, I want to take you on the journey together. I want you to come with me on this journey of discovery and understanding. And I, I dare, I've, I've been in position for many, for much time now, for a long time, where I've dared not dream again. I've dared not dream. But again, just talking to my friend Rick, and just the challenge I felt at that moment in time of my dream has always been to be a, for us to be a church where the presence of God dwells. Signs, wonders and miracles are what we are known for. The power and the presence of God. We are known wherever we are, when we meet together, out there in the world, the power of the kingdom is made manifest through us as a people. We are known for the presence. We are known for the manifest presence. We are known for the breaking in of the kingdom of God. And I'm stirred again. And I'm, I want to start dreaming again. Do you want to dream again? Do you want to dream? Do you want to see beyond? Do you want to see beyond our limitation of our humanity, beyond the limitation of our, where things are right now, even in our nation? We've got a, such a secular nation and there's all sorts going on and we live in this kind of secular society now where kind of postmodernism is, says that what's ever true for you is true, but we have a living truth that actually is not just about words in the, in the Bible, it's about the Word of God being active in people's lives. It's about the Word of God changing people's lives. It's about the Word of God. As we speak it, things happen. As we say it, things change. And not even that prophetic word over Phil and Abby, as they go and work that out, there's going to be change. Because that's what it does. That's what the prophetic does. And the prophetic awakens things that are lying dormant and wakes them up. And we need to discern what is, what's the Spirit saying to the church. And you see... We all have a measure of intuition. There's a woman's intuition. And it's scary for us guys. A woman's intuition is really scary. Because they seem to know things we think they don't know. A look from them says it all. And it's really scary. And I often wonder, I think, is this God's having a laugh with us guys? Because it's something he gave to women and not to us. An attribute of God. He kind of passed on to women that they should have this insight, somehow this intuition that uh, just freaks me out sometimes. And uh, I kind of try and stay away from that. You don't want to catch the eye, do you, in case you know that look. And you don't want to catch their eye because you know they know something. 
There's that intuition. Well, there's an intuition of the Spirit. And I was praying with Chris a while ago now, and he came to me afterwards and said, well, it's interesting watching you pray with someone because it's almost like you, you see into something different, see into a different realm. Was that what you said? And I, all I can say is that sometimes that happens for me. I can't explain it. I don't know how it happens, but I'm, I'm kind of looking at the person, but somehow I'm looking down past the side of the person, and actually I'm seeing into a different realm that's opened up to me by the Spirit. God wants to open up the heavenly realm to us. Do you believe that? God wants us to see into his kingdom. If to bring his kingdom on earth, there's a revelation. There's an understanding. There's an opening of our spiritual eyes like we've not known before, like we've not seen before. There's a place in which God wants us to see into his realm and actually seeing into it, we can bring his realm right into now, right here on earth, as we do that. But we have to discern it. We have to know it. And I just feel God saying to us, I want you as a church to become those that discern who I am, who you are, and what you're about. Peter says every time I, we talk about some of this stuff, I always revert it back into the story of Moses and Joshua. And I do. I have to say it's true. I kind of recognize that when he said it. I didn't before. But I, there's this whole thing of when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, they knew who they were. They were slaves. They knew that. We were slaves in Egypt. That's who we were. That's who they were. They knew that. They didn't need telling that. They knew it. And in the sight of everybody else, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. Basically, we are nothing. We are just there to be trodden on. Because that's how they've been in Egypt. They've been trodden on. Well, then that generation dies out in the desert. And then there's this whole new generation that's born in the desert, and they have no identity. They don't have the identity of being in Egypt. They don't have the identity of the promised land yet. They've got this nomadic lifestyle. And that's their identity. It's tied into just being a nomadic people. That we've got a good God. Yeah, he provides for all our needs. But other than that, they've got very little in the way of identity. And I think we've settled for living with little identity. We've settled for no identity in some cases. We've settled for not having much at all. And actually God's saying, I want to give you a new identity. As the people of God, as my people, I want to give you a new identity that you will stand out in this time. You will stand out in this area and you will fulfill everything I've called you to because of the new identity I give you, not because of what you've carried from your past. And for some of us, it's time to throw off an old identity. For some of us, it's time to do away with what we've heard, what we've listened to, what labels people have put upon us, and we've allowed for others to put on, and labels we've even put on ourselves. It's time to throw some of that off. Because God wants to give you a new identity, and God wants you to begin to see into a new realm. To see who you are before him. To see who we are as a people together before him. God wants you to have a new identity. Do you want that new identity? Is that what you want to hear? Great. I've got one. Good.
Okay, Chris will well, we'll be on it. See, it's time for us. It's time for us to really begin to step into what God's got for us. We're on a journey, yes. We're on an adventure, yes. It takes a bit of time. God's working it out. But it needs our agreement to press into the new. It needs our agreement to say, yes, God, I'm going to throw off what that which is of old and put on what is of new. And what God says now. You see, God says, changes identities all the time. You see, right through the New Testament, God changes identities. Changes labels people wear. He did with Peter. He did with Paul. He changes things and he does it with whole groups of people together. He changes identity and makes us more like him. Because the identity we wear is the identity of the King of Kings. The identity we're wearing is the heart of the Father and our God actually who puts something on us that we carry that's not of ourselves. It's supernatural and it shines out from us. Not because we're of us, but because of him. And God wants us to start to look again and look beyond and look far and wide. We are so short-sighted. Aren't we? Show so short-sighted in our thinking, our understanding sometimes. God wants us to extend our vision. To look beyond. You see, God's, God's about breaking out of things. You know, we're seeing a lot of surprising things happen in our world. Where people want some change. People want some breakout out of the norm, mainstream stuff. That's why we're getting the results that you see in politics and other places. And God's saying, the church is no different. The church has been stuck. Been stuck. But God says, I'm unsticking it. I'm unsticking the church. I'm taking us on. And it's time to lift our sights. It's time for our expectation to rise. It's time for our vision to rise. It's time for us as the people of God to move out. And not to be bound by what we've always known. There's a fear in that. There's a apprehension to stepping out and moving out into something new. And we're all going to face that. And we're all going to have some obstacles to get over. To get out of maybe what is our very nice, comfortable little bubble that we live in. But God wants to break us out of that. Into something new. I want to say the presence of God in our worship time is only a taster of what we're yet to experience of the presence of God. It's just a taste. It's nice. It's good. But it's a taste. There's more to come. What we've seen in healing and deliverance, what we've seen in people being saved is just a taste. It's just a glimpse into glory. It's a glimpse, a small glimpse through into what God's already starting to do. And there is an acceleration coming as we step out. And just a few weeks ago, Dave stood here and said, he kind of sensed the kind of spirit of revival, the revival kind of spirit here. And I sat there and I thought, I don't feel it. To be honest, I didn't feel it. And I asked God why I didn't feel it. 
Well, I, oh, God, you're doing something. I want to engage with what you're doing. I want to engage with what you're saying. And my heart's been stirred. You see, there's, as much as we're willing to allow our hearts to be stirred, as much as we're willing to give in to God, as much as we're willing to say, yes, God, whatever you've got, whatever you're showing us, wherever we're going, I'm in for this. I'm up for this. I'm throwing my lot in with this. God will take us on the journey. God will take us in. And there's lots of changes going on around the world. There's changes going on with us as a church. But our sole purpose as the people of God together is that we encounter him and we see where he's leading us. And he takes us on. And he takes us into what is the promised land for us. You see, that promise to Abraham was fulfilled in Joshua's day. It wasn't fulfilled in his day. Promises made to us, as church in the peak, are yet to be fulfilled. And they can be fulfilled in our day. That's the good news. They can be fulfilled in our day. We can take the peak district with the gospel. We can take the peak district for the kingdom of God and see extended all over the place. We can light those fires everywhere all over the peak district. However that looks like, and it might not look like what we think it looks like right now. I was really encouraged because I was sharing a little bit at Worcester's group the other week. And then Pam came to me and she said, have I heard you right? She said, I really feel I want to get involved in the junior schools to go and be a reading partner. And I said, absolutely. Absolutely it. Let's go and take some fire into these places. Let's get into the schools. Let's get into the community. Let's take the fire with us. What God's doing on us here on a Sunday morning, let's take it out and get it into the community. Let's allow ourselves to be stirred by that. And it's out of knowing who we are, knowing what we carry, we can go. I thought it was interesting that David, when he was preaching last week, used that term, it's about what you carry. I've heard Bill Johnson use it many times. And actually, we forget what we carry. We forget the importance of what we carry. We forget the power of what we carry. We forget the authority that we carry. We forget that actually we carry the kingdom with us wherever we go. So it becomes ineffective because we don't understand. And actually part of seeing is having our understanding opened to what God's saying. Having our understanding opened to who we are and the way God's leading us. Having our understanding opened to what he's doing rather than what we're trying to do as a church. Actually, we want to follow him. We want to be led by him. We want to go into everything that God's got for us. And I just want to encourage us that we're on a journey. We don't know where it'll take us. There's going to be some twists and turns in it. Absolutely. We're going to come around some blind corners. We're not quite sure everything that God's got, but we know this. God's heart is that his kingdom comes on earth as it is in heaven. And he does it through the church. And if he's not going to do it through us, he's going to choose somebody else. So why not let it be us? Why not, why not us? Why not us see the kingdom break out in revival power in the peaks? Why not with this generation? Why not with this church? Are we stirred? 
Am I preaching to myself here? Good. Excellent. That's encouraging. See, you're all so quiet. It's really hard to gauge what's happening when everybody's so quiet. But are we catching something in the heart of God? God's saying what God's doing. The thing about this sermon is we hear the truth and we hear what God's saying. We don't hear our version of the truth. You know, we're good at doing our version of the truth, aren't we? Because we filter it. But let's filter it through heaven. And let's hear his truth. Let's hear what he's saying. That's the key to discernment. And there are people who've got particular gifts of discernment, even amongst us. And you need that. And we need it in all kinds of situations. Because the gift of discernment actually helps us to discern motives helps to discern what's behind situations, where the enemy's at work, where there's a, a deceit of the enemy. It breaks the lies. Discernment's really important for all those things, but actually for us together as a church. First of all, the important things we discern who we are. Who are we in Christ? Who's he made us to be? And what we're going to look like? Can I have the band? Would you mind just... God ain't finished with us yet, by a long way. By a long, long way, he hasn't finished with us. And I know this kind of talk makes some people feel uncomfortable. But as we were praying in the other room, I just I felt the weight of this on me. Come on me, just the weight of it. And it's not what I thought I was going to preach. But there's a weight of God here this morning is a weight on his word and we sang in that very first song we sang let your word move in power so I would like to stand and I'm just going to ask that God now takes his word whatever, out of everything I've said God takes his word and with power applies it into your hearts and minds do you want to receive that let's just lift our hands out before God shall we I'm going to do that. I'm going to pray that right now. Holy Spirit, would you take your word right now? Out of all I've said, Lord, would you take your words? And would you now make it bring revelation to every heart and mind right now in the name of Jesus? Lord, let your word move in power over us right now to the glory of your name. Lord, let your word come to us. Let it light fires in our hearts. Lord, let your word come to us and change our understanding. Lord, let your fire come right now, Lord, and burn up the dross, Lord, of other things that we've lived with, we've accepted, we've believed maybe. God, I pray, would you come right now, Holy Spirit, and would you apply your word into our hearts and lives right now, in Jesus' name. I'm just going to come before you, Holy Spirit, and as we worship, come and apply it right now, in Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus, thank you, Lord. There's two words that stuck out when Phil was saying was, why not? Why not us? And that's always been my dream. Why not, why not us? Why not in our generation? I look around at, at you all and I, I just feel God's pleasure on you. I feel you're amazing people you are an amazing we are an amazing church we have amazing people um, 
some of you are gobby and loud like me and others are quiet and just get on with things in the background but you're amazing why not us why not us and I felt as well him saying if you need healing today why not today if you need to give your life to Jesus today it's the best day to do it why not do it today why not give me a good reason give me one good reason why you shouldn't give your life to Jesus today he he is for me he saved my life he's rescued me Carly was saying rescued she had nothing to bring to him why don't you today why not bless you I, I had a picture when Phil started speaking and asked us to pray and ask God to speak to us uh, you know when the gymnasts in the Olympics they do the the, the, the vault they run along and there's a springboard and they hit that and they fly in the air and spin around and do amazing things and I feel God would would just remind us that if that springboard isn't there they can't take off so easily that springboard is what God showed me very clearly that springboard uh, is scripture that scripture that springboard is God's word it's not just scripture it is God's um, word that he gives to us that fresh rhema word that comes to us he wants us to be a people strong in his word <clears throat> and uh, I just want to pray for those of us who's who know the word well to be able to convey that word to others I pray for a hunger. So if you want to know God's word more, if you want to be a springboard into a higher realm, to do things amazing, scripture is your springboard. Scripture is what should be your foundation, whether it's CBSI or your own devotional time. And I just want to cut away now, if I'm allowed to do this, elders, the apathy that we have to the word of God I just break that in Jesus name that ties our legs to earth and doesn't let us soar into heaven where we have been passive about the word of God let us repent let us say sorry Lord your word is important to us it's not just about telling people that that God loves us it's about knowing who he is and we find that in his word let us make the word of God the scripture our foundations of our evangelism that we may find ourselves in a new dimension so if you have known the word the word well but have grown cold towards it then it's time to turn back to the word turn over another page gorge yourself on his word it is rich it is it is meat and and food for your soul 
we are good with the Spirit, and I'm not. Don't want to. You know, I love the Holy Spirit, but His Word really is that springboard to taking us to doing things in a new way, a special way, an outstanding way. Let us let us honour the Word of God. This is from the Word, and um, we were. We were praying before we um, started the meeting and um, God was talking to us about his purpose. Uh, And I want to ask you the question this morning, why are you here? What's your purpose? When um, Moses went went up to Pharaoh and um, they hadn't they hadn't even been allowed to leave because Pharaoh wouldn't let them leave and there was all the plagues and everything God says this to Pharaoh but for this purpose I have raised you up to show you my power so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth and I just believe God would say that to us this morning and some of you feel like you're a bit like Pharaoh, that you're just kind of getting in the way of God. And uh, the, the, the things you do actually put up barriers to seeing his kingdom established. But God would say to you this morning, if I can do it with Pharaoh, I can do it with you. And he says, for this purpose, I have raised you up. And I want to show in you my power. I want to demonstrate my power in the things you do and in the places you go. Because I have this purpose for you. That my name will be proclaimed in all the earth. That's all the earth. Not just little bits of it, but all the earth. So, summing all that together perhaps a bit. Everything you can comprehend through faith's vision belongs to you. Everything you can comprehend through faith's vision belongs to you. Look as far as you can, for it's all yours. Look as far as you can, it's all yours. All you long to be as a Christian all you long to do for God all we are as a church are within the possibilities of faith his word to us his encouragement to us help us God to lift our eyes and see you said to Jeremiah look and see tell me what you see Lord, there's people in here you want to reveal things to. Every one of us, in fact. You want to reveal things to. And you say, look and see. Tell me what you see. Come, oh, Holy Spirit, on us. As we look at the Father, I pray we'll see a reflection of what we are. Of what you've made us to be. What you've called us to be. We're going to sing one more song. and It's going to be an opportunity for prayer after that. But we're going to sing about the Father's heart, the Father's love, the Father's song over us. And as we sing this, just allow the Holy Spirit to reflect back to you how the Father sees you. As we look at him, 
Let him reflect back to you how he sees you, who you are in him. Father, just secure us now in your love. Secure us now, Holy Spirit, by come to each one and secure us in that love of the Father, that full acceptance, that fully, fully loved acceptance. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Pray, come now. Seal it in our hearts right now, Holy Spirit. Somebody just a song to be a reality in our hearts right now that out of this place we know who we are. I mentioned the word lavish earlier on and I said if you look it up in the dictionary it will bless you. This is what it says. Characterised by extravagance and profusion. Isn't that great? Characterised by extravagance. That's how God loves you. Extravagantly. Profusely. Lavishly. Not just a little. Pressed down. Running over. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just one thing as Phil was speaking, I really felt that there are some people who just think, I just can't do this. And you're right, you can't. But he can. And I really feel there's an impartation of power to people this morning to receive the Holy Spirit and power to do things differently, to change things. And uh, if that's you, then as we've got lots of things to pray for this morning, come up the front, let's pray for you, let's uh, let God come and rest on you. So if you've got any needs this morning, come to the front, let's pray.